It's time to tune in to Hot Seat Haas. You are now tuned in to Hot Seat Haas. It doesn't matter if you're Gen Z, Millennial, or Straight Up Boomer. Give it up for your host, Hot Seat Haas. The following podcast contains explicit language. You can support this podcast within the Anchor app. And just like that, we're back. Welcome to the Hot Seat Haas podcast. You are now part of a community in touch with culture, education, and collective empowerment. And now, your host, Hot Seat Haas. One thing for sure, one law that was passed is clearly being practiced right now because I smell some weed. Someone is smoking. <laughs> Someone is smoking. <laughs> All right. You smell that, you smell that, Marsha? And Adidas, to take what he's doing and put it inside of a $2,000 box so it's only for the rich people, that mentality is played out. It's a dinosaur mentality and it's only a matter of time till we get hit with an iceberg. We have to raise our consciousness and how do we have people scamming, selling dope, selling messages of death in order to buy a jacket for $5,000, $6,000 and take all the celebrities and we push that. I'm not pointing fingers because I was doing the same thing until God brought me down to a place where I can really serve him. Because if I'm sitting on any kind of high throne that he didn't give, then I'm not in full service to him. All of the things that got taken away from me, I'm so thankful for that because I get to serve God better. So going into Thanksgiving, I know the people at Adidas are not gonna have the best Thanksgiving I know that they're not gonna have the best Christmas. But if any way I could indemnify what they've done, even though they, sh- they took that IP, they hired lawyers to sign it over. I, I promise everyone out there, those designs, they still good by me. Those designs still go by my, I know y'all saying, we not gonna buy them unless Shay got them. If y'all want those designs, they still good by me. I promise you, I can guarantee guarantee you one thing. On Thanksgiving and on Christmas, North, St. Chicago, Song, they gonna all have a good meal. And that's what we do it for, our families. So I'm telling you, this Christmas, this Thanksgiving, whatever Adidas wants to drop, and you know that that was a design that we put in, those are good by me. And hopefully this can like heal, this can, this can heal some of the bleeding. Also, I know another thing is for everyone in contracts, I know that this will never happen again in history. 
there will never be a situation where people end a multi-billion dollar deal off of a tweet. Gotcha. <laughs> gotcha. So I would like to thank everyone that was involved with this negotiation. Thank God no one was hurt in the process. And I feel free. MC Search, founding member of Third Base is reportedly selling 100% of his holdings in Nas' legendary catalog, including Illmatic. MC Search is giving up his holdings of Nas' catalog. The former Third Base member was executive producer of the Queensbridge rapper's early albums Illmatic and it was written, with his company Circlight Publishing and Circlight Music. MC Search, whose real name is Michael Barron, has held executive producer rights to Illmatic and it was written for 27 years. I have decided to sell all of the rights, including the global rights. Search told All Hip Hop, I started conversations with several companies a few months ago. For 27 years, it has provided my family through good times and bad. Now it's time for a new chapter. OK Player, MC Search of Third Base recently responded to Nas mentioning him on WTFSMH from his latest album, King's Disease 3. Peace to MC Search, what that catalog worth. Nas spits on the song, I made it so many can have a piece of what I earn, push it to the max, now it's maximum returns. Nas is referring to the recent announcement by Search that he intends to sell 100% of his stake in Nas' first two albums Illmatic and it was written, I have decided to sell all of the rights, including the global rights. Search shared, I started conversations with several companies a few months ago, for 27 years, it has provided my family through good times and bad, now it's time for a new chapter. Search spoke to All Hip Hop recently about the Nas mention, stating, it was more than just Nas comment about me on his album, it has been one of the best weeks of my life. Having Eminem mention every group that I was ever involved in, executive produced, discovered, and recorded in his Rock and Roll Hall of Fame speech, to celebrating 11 years of recovery, to Nas honoring our relationship, it has been the best week, or one of the best weeks of my professional career. He said further, I'm glad that Nas recognizes and sees that I am someone who had integrity and character and that I was able to show him by my actions and deeds that whatever I received from my share of my portion of the catalog, I earned it. Thank you Nas for letting me be a small part of your history. Here's a clip of MC Search on an upcoming My Expert Opinion episode. We got MC Search in the book. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Thank you. You know, I, I always look for interesting ways to start off these episodes. And... When are you going to give Nas back his shit, man? <laughs> <laughs> you going to give him back his shit, man? Is that how we're going to start this That's how we're going to start. I mean... So here's the truth. <laughs> right. The truth is, first things first. Mm -hmm. I sold my share, which is 2%. 2%. That's all it was. 2%. I'm the executive producer. Of Illmatic and it was written. Right. My share is 2%. 2%. That's it. I'm entitled to sell my share. Right. I offered it back to Nas. Right. But Nas gets it back in seven years anyway. Oh. So he was like, oh, go get your money. 2%. And I don't own Nas's publishing. Never so, did. So when, when, when Jay-Z says... He was fucking with him. I know who I paid so, guys. Search my publishing. So here's, here's the truth about that story. Right. I was the head of promotion, CHR promotion at Def Jam. Right. We're about to put out Reasonable Doubt. And Biggs, Dame, and, and Jay came to me and they said, hey, we got to clear the sample on dead presidents. Mm -hmm. I'm out for presidents to represent me mm -hmm. on Filmatic. So I said, yeah, it's not a problem. Give me a check for 2500 and I'll clear it. It's not a problem. They were like, that was it? Yeah, I said, that's it. I went to Zombo. I saw the president, Richard Blackstone. I said, hey, this is what we're going to take. I said, but we'll take 50% of the publishing. So Nas owns, song. yeah. So what I love to say is, while Jay likes to say that, 
Nas owns Jay's publishing. Jay does not own Nas's publishing. Wait, what? From from that record? From that record. Correct. He took 50% of the publishing. Exactly right. I made that deal. Mm -hmm. Wait a second. So when Jay dropped Reasonable Doubt again in 2005, right? That was 2005 when he did the thing at... uh, Any any printing of... Any printing printing that says Dead President, Nas owns 50% of that song. And I own none of it. I administer. So what I do is, Mm. being the administrator, is I just sign and approve it. And for that, I get 5%. Yeah, I don't I own anything. One time fee? Or, yeah, I was uh, no, one, for life. Uh, for life. Five but percent. I just, yeah. Okay, up, up, up until you sold. Mm-hmm. In, I'm sure there's a lot of artists, there's a lot of uh, aspiring label owners, there's a, a lot of people who want to be in the, in the music industry. They want to understand the worth of the business as well as how the business works. Yeah. What was that 2% worth? It was a nice check. But it was also a check that I eight off of for 27 years. So, so the, here's, here, if, if you want to get deep in the weeds on this, because mm-hmm. here's what I honestly believe. Right. People don't want to really understand the business. They just want to make money in the business. Right. They That's don't really want to understand the business. Right. That's a fact. They just want to make money. Right. But if you really want to understand the business, artists receive their rights back after 35 years. It's called a 35-year rule. So the original recordings revert back to the artists that recorded the art. Right. So, for example, Third Base will receive all of the Cactus album and Derelicts on December 1st of this year. I will own all of my original recordings. Well, you re- is there a re-release, a celebration? Of course. All of that. All of that. All of that. Because Def Jam hasn't released the record in two and a half decades, and I have never seen a royalty check ever from Def Jam. Ever. Ever. Wow. Never. I got a check. When I signed, and when I did Derelicts, I got another check, and that was it. So, I will make whatever I make on the records that I will now own. Mm -hmm. Same thing for Nas. So Nas will have all of his rights revert back to him on Illmatic and it was written in seven and nine years. So, my share is 2%. That's it. It's never been more, it's never been less. But what was that 2% worth? It was worth a it, lot of money. It fluctuates with the album, with, with the yeah. album does. So, yeah, so the album does about, but between it, it was written and Illmatic, it does a couple of hundred million streams a year. So So if you can equate what a hundred million streams is worth, and you get the 2% of that. Yeah. Depend, depending. It, but the thing, is, it's, it's not so much what is it worth, right? Mm-hmm. It's the true value of what it gave me, right? So it gave me and my family a great deal of freedom. It gave me and my family a reason that I didn't have to chase anything, right? When I had ebbs and flows in my personal life, I didn't have to worry about a check every month because it came in, right? you know? Right. And most importantly, and this is to me the most important thing, whether I'm giving Nas his shit back or not, right. is I made Nas a millionaire the first week his album came out because I made sure all of his legal was done properly. He never had a sample clearance issue. He never had a rights issue. He never had to sell his publishing. He never had to do anything except make music. Right. I took care of all the business. And that first week that album did 165,000 albums, he was a millionaire. And he never looked back. So while all the fucking trolls want to say the fucking bullshit, yeah. I'm going to keep it a being with you. That's awesome. Is the J-Line the only reason why people think you're a shiesty businessman? Is like- no, I think, I think the overarching 
ilk of how executives treated black artists before me give the misnomer that I'm a shysty businessman. Before, during, and after. Mm -hmm. But that wasn't me. You actually, now, here's where I'll stop the cap on the Cactus album. You were actually warning about the evils of executives in a couple of your records. Mm -hmm. You did a whole video to, you know, you only get a box of Nikes and Puma sweats. Like you would, mm -hmm. you box of Newports and Puma. You were talking about mm -hmm. how people would get done dirty. Yeah. Right. I mean, I, I was raised around a lot of five percenters. You know, a lot of my friends who were named Julius became Lord Duquan. A lot of my friends who were Thomas became understanding mathematics. So I was, even more than going to synagogue, I was going to Mecca on 125th Street. And it was very clear to me when I was coming up, before there was a culture or before there was a business, that I was allowed to watch, but I couldn't participate. That this was black music and black art form and it wasn't for me. Mm -hmm. So I had to prove myself. Right. So I wrote rhymes every day and then I started battling. You battled a yeah. lot. Battled a lot. Yeah. Yo, he challenged me. Yeah. He what? Challenged me. Oh, yeah. What? what? When was that? Yeah. How did that come week. about? I told that was last week. It was last week. Last week. Last week. Yeah. Oh, last week. Last week. <laughs> last week. <laughs> it was like 1998 or some shit. Oh, no, no, no. No, no, no. It wasn't no. when he was in his prime. No, it wasn't that. No. I'm no, right. I have a felt like he had a shot against you now. I write rhymes every day. I just put out a record last week. Yeah. Yeah. I just put out a record. Yeah. I write rhymes. I write four or five bars every day. Mm. Every Shoo day. MC. Every day. I write rhymes every day. I owe this culture everything. <clears throat> I tell anyone that ever meets me, if I wasn't, if it wasn't because of this, because of this thing that we got, the only time you would meet me is with your lady coming into Nordstrom and I'd be like, did she want a seven or eight in brown or black? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'd be yeah. a salesman. Right. You know, um, so everything I have, I, I owe to hip hop. I would everything. Do you feel like you was more informal with music as far as informing the artists, or do you feel like you was more informal with business? Yes. I don't think business? it's one or the other. Yeah. I think it's both. Okay. It's both. I think, because there's, there's, as the great prophet Mill says, there's levels to this shit. It's Smack rapper, only smack rapper that you know is smack rappers. Got bars, I can hang with the backpackers. Trap star, I don't hang with the backpackers. I'm in the hood with the work you heard. Making fiends leave earth, you heard. Got your baby mama thirst, you heard. Feel the flow, nigga, throw it in reverse. This the way you need to surf, you heard. In a new video released by X17 Online, he confirmed that he is running once again come 2024. He also shared a look into one of his working spaces where he is repurposing some of his designs from Balenciaga, Yeezy, Gap and Adidas to make E24 merch. He says he'll be selling the merch for $20. Here's a clip of Yee saying we're God's iPhone. He also talks sustainable housing and getting past the past. He wants to talk. How's it going, my bro? How you doing? Hiya! You can come here too. How you doing, bro? Come to the office. <laughs> hey, good morning. Hey, go. Go and park my car. Park my car. Lock my car. There's a new spot, Kaya. Yeah. 
let everybody know my name Yay. Yay. <laughs> okay. We're too used to, you know that, right? So boom, right here. We got the we got the Balenciaga right here. But it's the Yay 24 merch on it, you know what I mean? So what I did is I just bought every piece of Balenciaga that I ever seen. And you start writing a Yay 24 on everything. Right. All these pieces. And all these pieces we're gonna be we're gonna be selling for twenty dollars each. Okay. Just make sure that the people, you know, get the best thing available. Right. That's really cool, yeah. fully sustainable cities. This is like, it's like an iPhone, right? But we're God's iPhone. We're his favorite creation. It's really, we're the ultimate technology. Sometimes we feel like technology tries to compete with us, but a human has never made anything, never designed anything better than a human. So I think we, have, we gotta focus on humanity. We gotta focus on other human beings. You know, we have to be past the past. We're focused on the future now. And we have to, connect with all the inventors and the designers and the engineers, all the people who have ideas of how this world could work because we have more than enough resources for everyone in the world to be happy. There's five resources that the 1% use to control the 99%. That's water, food, education, shelter, and medicine. And everyone can have the best version of that. And that's our promise of what we're doing here. Walk with me right here. Absolutely. That's awesome. mock-ups of the new homes. We're going to put these homes right here. We're going to put these homes right here in Crenshaw, where we're at right now. We're going to put these homes on 79th and South Shore Drive, where I grew up. We're going to put these homes in Atlanta, where I was born. And we're bringing these domes, and it's going to be three parts. It's all about safety. You know, when I hear about things like people could go up and pop smoke's home and stuff, I was talking to Dirk about how do we build our homes. Yo, Milo, Milo, I can hear you if you can go to another thing while I'm talking. Like, uh, you know, we got to make sure that people are secure when, when they go to sleep. So I'm actually putting my homes right here in these communities. They call them opportunity zones, right? We have, it's all the opportunities of the world in the future that we're not going to be up in like the fancy hotels and up in the, you know, the gated communities. We need to be able to secure these exact communities right here. Let me show you. This is Joe Hahn. Right? How you doing, Joe? We work. Hey guys, what's your name? Giuliano. This is Giuliano right here. Hi, Giuliano. He was hey. filming me outside, so I said, just come inside. Let's take over here. How are you guys? Good. Yeah. Right here. So this is where we're cutting patterns. We're making the coat. Joe Hahn, can you take these? Uh, you got the back way out so we can Thanks for having me here, guys.
Nipsey Hussle News Rest in peace to Nipsey Hussle and to everyone we've lost due to senseless gun violence. The marathon continues. A documentary on Nipsey Hussle titled Hussle is currently in the works and is set to arrive in 2023. Spearheaded by LeBron James and Maverick Carter's Spring Hill Company and Hussle's marathon films. Hustle will follow the life of the late rapper Nipsey Hussle from his early days in Crenshaw to his successful music career and influence as an activist. A three-and-a-half-minute trailer has been released featuring never-before-seen and rare archive footage of Nipsey. According to Deadline, Hustle will include over 50 collaborators including Snoop Dogg, Kendrick Lamar, Diddy, and Nipsey's longtime partner, Lauren London, among others. It's an incredible honor for Spring Hill to have a part in sharing Nipsey's story and legacy with the world, said James. He used his gift to give back to his community and lived what it means to inspire, empower, and uplift others along the way. His words, his ambition, and his actions stick with me to this day as he continues to inspire myself, our company, and people everywhere. Nipsey was a man of the people, said Samuel Black Sam Asgadam, Hustle's older brother. He often said his purpose in life was to inspire. Nipsey's light shone across the world. His life is a testament that his purpose was fulfilled. The family has taken the proper time and care needed to ensure that Nipsey's life story be detailed and presented correctly and accurately. We are honored to be able to cement Nipsey's legacy with this epic doku series of his life. Nipsey said, if they made a story about my life, it better be a classic. Nipsey Hussle was fatally shot in front front of his Los Angeles clothing shop in 2019 at the age of 33. Eric Holder Jr. was convicted of first-degree murder for the murder in July. 